You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. It's Thursday, May 28th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. As the country is on the road to reopening, many cities are closing the roads to make way for restaurants and people. In order to allow for people to properly social distance, some public roads are being closed to allow restaurants to expand their seating arrangements and provide more space for residents to run, walk, and ride. Mike Laris, transportation reporter at the Washington Post, joins us for how cities are making more room. Thanks for joining us, Mike. You bet. Nice to talk to you. You know, we're talking about reopening America, getting back to normal, but there's a lot of stuff that won't be normal for a little while. The social distancing will remain with us for quite some time, it seems. And the forced distancing that's required by coronavirus right now is leading to a lot of cities to close some public spaces, some public roads to make room so that residents can walk a little more freely. We can open up bike lanes and especially for restaurants, a lot of People are doing kind of outdoor seating just to help with the distancing and help with the airflow and all that. And some of the cities are closing these roads so that even the restaurants can start moving into those roads with their seating arrangements. Mike, tell us a little bit about what's going on to help reopen the country. It's been really quite interesting. I talked to transportation and city officials around the country for this story, and they basically said that they were trying to do everything they could to help businesses open up, especially restaurants where it was too dangerous to have people packed inside. They said one solution was to sort of help everyone get outside. And that even includes on public streets that have been closed down. That was done in Tampa, in Florida. It's being considered in Washington, D.C. It's being done in other places around the country. And the idea is just, can we do anything creative in this sort of awful period to try to help some of these businesses. And also beyond the issue of restaurants, you have people just needing to to exercise, these officials say. Sidewalks in some places, crowded cities can be too narrow, sort of cars buzzing by. So they're trying to find ways to address that. What have officials said about some of these proposed ideas? It seems like they are getting a lot of support, at least to close the roadways and whatnot. Really anything to do to get people out there and get the economy moving again. 
It's been interesting. I mean, I talked to the folks in Minneapolis and what they were able to sort of cut through some of the bureaucratic problems that usually come up when you're trying to do anything in government. And they were able to stitch together, even in just the city of Minneapolis, 38 miles of protected roadways for walking, for biking, for rolling, for people with disabilities, just trying to find ways to sort of take this awful situation and see if they can't sort of ease people's discomfort. Oakland is a big example of doing this. They have a plan that's called Slow Streets. So they've been closing a lot of the roadways to allow people to get out and move. Tell us a little bit about what they've been doing. The people in Oakland were really early on this. And in talking to some of the cities elsewhere in the country, they've been talking to the people in Oakland. Oakland was able to, so far, close off about 20 miles of neighborhood streets. They call them soft closures. That means they put up a barrier. They say no through traffic. But they let delivery trucks come in. They let people drive back up to their homes. But they just say, this is not a through street. This is not for sort of barreling through and that it's going to be used by more than cars. I mean, the folks in Oakland described seeing parents with young kids on scooters at the same time as a recycling truck, which is pretty hard to imagine. But the officials there said that drivers were taking it incredibly seriously and that parents were comfortable in these neighborhoods where they had clear barriers and said this is not for through traffic. Oakland's an interesting case, too, because they got some sort of feedback early on that, hey, this is welcome. They found from surveys, but they found that a lot of the people responding to the surveys were better off and tended to be whiter and from neighborhoods where people earned more money. And so what they did is just on Friday, they kind of rejiggered some of the program so that now they're also trying to target wider thoroughfares to try to slow down traffic so that if someone is walking to the supermarket or some other sort of essential place is what they call it, that the cars will be slower, that people will have more room to walk and that they'd be able to get across streets. So it's pretty interesting that the people have been saying essentially that they need to be nimble if, if changes like this are to be lasting. All right. You said it there. So the big question is traffic. How are they handling traffic? Because if you're closing streets that were once being widely used, let's say it's going to create backups in other areas. And I know traffic may be a little light right now, but we're already starting to see it pick back up as more people are getting out there. How are they going to handle this part of it? That really does seem like the crucial question. You mentioned part of it, which is that traffic is down a lot right now. And what the officials say is that in this context of slower than normal traffic, things have been working well. And they seem to be sort of dividing this into a couple pieces. In some neighborhoods, some of the officials I talked to, Oakland and others, say that they hope to be able to continue this for a significant amount of time. In those neighborhoods, the, the contention is essentially that the traffic concerns will be less severe. These are neighborhood streets to begin with, not necessarily the best place for commuters to be cutting through in the first place. At the same time, you have had pushback. You've had people sort of responding that this is some sort of leftist effort to sort of take over the public streets for an ideological purpose. So you're going to have a discussion about what makes sense, especially as you point out, if there are particular neighborhoods where it really starts to jam up traffic. But the officials have been telling me, at least in the conversations I had, was that Streets make up, what, 25, 30 percent of a city's real estate. And they're saying that they think that they could successfully balance the use of that real estate more toward people and walking and biking and things like that for the long haul. They think they can do it. It would be interesting to see if they're right. As a big undertaking as it can be, it is kind of the perfect time to do an experiment like this and see what the outcome will be just because of, as you mentioned, the reduced traffic and the greater need, let's say, of businesses for social distancing and for people to be moving around. So it could be a perfect opportunity to see 
if it does work. But as you mentioned, there are concerns that doing it for the long haul could be a little too intrusive or something like that. So yeah, we'll definitely have to see. But this is the plan that a lot of cities are starting to explore right now. Mike Laris, transportation reporter at the Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. You bet. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your Daily Coronavirus Update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.